I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It has not been ideal as far as technology goes in handling this, but I will tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. Alice and I are basking in the afterglow of Chinese food, and it really feels like it's been a hell of a long time since we actually went in deep, and I loved it. It was It's Oh Yummy in uh, O-Behavioral, Massachusetts, and I would highly suggest it at any time. Yes, I'm trying to fix something okay. right now, so that's all. It's a technical issue. Okay. Okay. So what is it? Um, with the scene switcher. Okay. Um, so uh, it was just delicious and it felt good and we had a good time and it's great and that's awesome and we saw we went to my friends before that we went to my friend's dad's wake, who lives to be 85, and um, and he had a bunch of sayings. In, that he used to say in Spanish, and one of them that I thought was very funny was, uh, "Bread gives you lice," which we don't know what it means. And I don't know that he knew what it, what it meant. Uh, the or my friend's dad, no, my friend's dad probably did know what it meant. I, but he, my friend, didn't know what it meant. But um, but he he um, he translated it from Spanish. They're from Puerto Rico, and. Um, and uh, well, R.I.P. Mr. Cruz. And it was, it's it's that's funny. There's a lot of sayings he had that were quite funny, as a matter of fact. And it was uh, it was kind of a, it was just a nice to uh, nice to uh, to chat. He did live to be 85 years old, so there you go. Now, uh, all right, should we get jump right into the craziness? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Let's go. Might as well do it. Okay. I'm gonna start right, not quite here. Not quite here. I'm gonna start right here with my friends from the View, but it's not. It's not that it's the View. It's that it it illustrates just how insular and the lack of self-realization so many people have, especially people who consider themselves 
the best people on the earth. So here we go. This is Sonny Hostin of The View talking to Joy Behar of The View. And it, let me just let the uh, audio roll here. What was funny to me is that, Joy, Joy, you have never ordered from Instacart. No. You and like to go to a grocery I store? I do. I enjoy a supermarket. I don't like a supermarket. I haven't I been in a supermarket, supermarket. It's, oh, it's since like COVID. For about three years. That's when I discovered Instacart. And I, I, I give them a big tip because they don't always pay their, their people well. And it's, it's, so that's been a, an issue, I think, for the company. But, man, you can get toiletries. You can get fire logs. You know those big bounty towels yeah. you don't want to carry? I have those from Costco. Somebody else well, those. That's such an You can get everything trip, from though. Costco. I do deliver to your house. I do have every, a lot of things from Costco, but I like to meander around a supermarket. Do I want this particular type of thing? Do I do want? So that's uh, Media Research Center, and the funny thing is, is that she's such a good person. She gives him a big tip, but mm -hmm. she won't go out to the store because right. she's afraid she might die because of COVID. Because she's a small brain. But she's absolutely comfortable with having somebody else, a lesser than, go out right, and do the shopping. And she washes away all of this elitism by saying she likes. To, she gives a big tip. Now, a big tip when that person is dead? Should be <laughs> yeah, since you think it kills people to go to the grocery store. Right. It is so incredible and so incredible. And it just shows you exactly. It's, it's like the people who I say deserve to be executed. The people who... Who, when you're driving behind them on a main road, slow down and let people in on side roads. Say, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And feel like they're doing something really good because they're front-facing to the person in the, in the other car. They don't care that there's 18 cars behind them. And so even though they're letting one car go and being a really good person, there's 18 of us behind them who they're inconveniencing. Because they're not looking at us. They're just looking at them. And so they're really, really good. Mm -hmm. And so she's really, really good because she's giving them a big tip in Instacart, but she won't go to the store because you'll die if you go to the store. Anybody else will have to go to the store because she's using the she's using the Uyghurs to go to the store. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like a lot of rich people just like having other people go to the store for them. Well, right, but that's not what she's saying. Right. But, you know, it's COVID gave them a reason why they don't have to do menial tasks anymore without feeling like they're just doing it to be extra. Well, but don't you think... Well, yeah, but also, she's also afraid that she's going to... Well, yeah, there's two parts of it. That she's going to die from COVID. Mm -hmm. And so she can't be out there because she's important. Mm -hmm. The Instacart person, they can be out there. They're not as important. Right. And to Joey Behar's credit, she goes out there. She likes to shop. So do I. As a matter of fact. Mm -hmm, I do too. I rarely get to nowadays, I feel like. I don't have as much time. But I like going to the store, actually. Because I like to see my choices. Do you really also? Like Joy Bear. Yes. Yes, I do. All right. Next item up. Okay. This is a standing head, as they would call it in, in the uh, newspaper, the standing headline. In other words, you can just keep it, you can keep the the press, the whatever they're called, mm -hmm. all ready for this. This is out of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And this happens at a Madison, Connecticut high school. It's going to take a second to load up, but okay. I deal with one of these about every week. And I, I want your takeaway from this. Okay. What is... It's it's a news story, but 
I want your evaluation as to whether or not this is as pressing as this is portrayed to be. Okay. I'm ready? Ready? Outrage in Madison after racist graffiti was found scrawled on a bathroom wall inside Daniel Hand High School. News 8's Jane Chaco is live in Madison for us tonight with the details of what the town is doing to make sure this does not happen again. Jane? Dennis, the superintendent and police say the message of hate was discovered by message students last month and they believe one person is responsible. The district is thinking about potential programs for students to address diverse programs for mm -hmm. students. Wait, they believe one person is responsible. So everybody needs to take a program. Everybody has got to take a program because this obvious real threat was written in the one place where there aren't cameras. If you really wanted to do a real threat, you would do it differently. But no, this one threat is written in the boys' bathroom, which is actually <laughs> where all the bad stuff has always been written, because nobody can see you. It's where all the best... So bad... what was written? Uh, it Racist graffiti. But do we know what it was? It's racist graffiti. Don't downplay it, now, sir. Victor I'm Smith. just curious. City and inclusion. Alice, you know Meanwhile, what? town residents say... Do you know what it was? What was You it? have another two minutes and 20 seconds to find <laughs> okay, out. Okay, okay. I'm ready to and Whoever did it should face Hold consequences. ...and is responsible. The district is thinking about potential programs for students to address diversity and inclusion. Meanwhile, town residents say whoever did it should face consequences. I think it's deplorable. I, re I really do. I don't think... This country has any room for, for things like that. In mid-February, the superintendent of Madison Public Schools says a few students reported graffiti in the restroom. By the way, it showed the front of the school in like mm -hmm. the faculty pa parking area. And a couple of the trucks are pickup trucks that are parked there are yeah. parked facing out. Fire those people. <laughs> Let's do that. At Daniel Hand High School. The school's resource officer determined that a juvenile suspect was responsible for the racist and hateful message. Neighbors had this to say when they heard about what happened. Sad that quickly goes to anger. Um, there's so much out there for diversity and how we're all equal and it really hurts that this still goes on. The super That lady is standing out in the rain clutching herself because she's cold and freezing but but it's she, very important yes. to get this message of love and tolerance out exactly there. because somebody wrote something bad mm -hmm. in the boys bathroom <laughs> attendant says they've held meetings with the diversity club at the school and the sounds like a fun club how must that go the diversity club uh oh guys by the way how diverse is this town i don't know uh it's what's madison, it called madison, madison connecticut okay connecticut but isn't that interesting that the superintendent and his peers mm -hmm. say, oh, my God, somebody wrote a bad word in a bad graffiti depiction uh, near, like, the stuff that says, like, Amy's a slut and for a good time mm -hmm. called Jill. Do you want to guess what percent of the 17,000 people in Madison, Connecticut are white? I would assume 41% are white. 96.62% are white. Seems so about right. The diversity club <laughs> must be really... No, but I love the this fact... Hold on. I love the fact that High this, school diversity this, club must be really hopping. I love the fact that the... <laughs> it's shades of toast, uh, white toast. I love the fact that 
that that we have Italians. That we have, we have wasps. Italians, Irish, Scottish, and English and Welsh. <laughs> There's some French people. Um, but I love the idea that the superintendent and his colleagues say, "Uh oh, somebody's written a bad a graffiti thing," and the boys' bathroom wall. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! People in the community are shaken. This is a stunning thing for us. This is awful. And they go hat in hand to some braces-wearing, loser, pink-haired, nose-ring, moron sophomores in the diversity club. Supposed to the diversity <laughs> club. Diversity you first. Club. I'm not going. I'm not doing the talking. You talk. The the the, the diversity club. You're gonna go and what do you, do I appeal for mercy? <laughs> oh, divine diversity club. We have wronged you. <clears throat> Some a-hole wrote something stupid. I think that the the resource officer determined that it was one student because some moron kid went in and was obviously the kid who did it with probably spray paint or whatever and wrote the N-word or whatever he wrote. Do we even know that it's like spray paint or is it like pen on the stall door or something like everybody does? We don't, prob- I don't, we, we don't, know. I don't <laughs> know. It's too hurtful to think about. Alex. Okay. Anyway, we're, we're approaching the, the diversity club. The town's diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. Oh, hold the on, district hold on. It hurts that this still goes on. The superintendent says they've held meetings with the diversity club at the school and the town's diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. Clear the schedules. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of unproductive activities and exercises and groveling for the next three weeks. Can you imagine how thrilled was the diversity, equity, and inclusion? Oh, oh. finally. Here we go. It's their moment to shine, honey. We are cooking with gas. And one other thing. One other thing. The district is Hold meeting on. with the... Back to this um, lady. There's so much out there for diversity and how we're all equal. And it really hurts that this still goes on. This- now, hold on one second. There's so much out there for diversity and we're all equal. And it all hurts that this still goes on. What still goes on? Graffiti? Because graffiti in the bathroom is not Jim Crow. No, there the was thing. no lynching in Madison, right. Connecticut. Right. It's still, they're still lynching. It's still segregated bathrooms, still st- segregated uh, bubblers. It's still, they won't let the black kids stay in hotels with the white kids. What still goes on? Kids acting like kids? Mm-hmm. Yes, that still goes on. And wherever people find there to be easy offense to take, those kids will find that mm-hmm. and go there. Precisely. Right. Right. It reminds me, in Melrose, there was the woman who was just totally coincidentally the queen of white people challenging racism, which is like a club of white people that gets together and has guilt for their racism or whatever. And when she was uh, volunteering for MLK Day Day of Service cleaning at the library, she managed to discover a swastika carved into one of the chairs and then who was like in the paper and all this stuff, of course, because... She had to, like, who knows? It was probably carved there, like, 40 years ago in some old chair in the library by some 10-year-old. You know, it doesn't mean anything at all, but she had to get it in the paper and the whole thing. Uh, Let me continue here. Okay, I'm dying to know what the graffiti was. Superintendent says they've held meetings with the diversity club at the school and the town's diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. The district is meeting with the Connecticut Anti-Defamation League later this week to discuss potential programs for students. All hate graffiti, all hate speech is hurtful. 
You can imagine being a student that sees that sir, graffiti. Sir, the uh, Jews weren't involved in this one, as a matter of fact. Uh, <laughs> you sure we should inv invite them? Yep, get the ADL and in, wonders. In so the income. Asian League later this week to discuss potential programs. Bring more people in to whip us, please, for something we didn't do because one kid. The ADL, do they have a Black Lives Matter movement in Connecticut they could bring graffiti, in also? This is Stacey Sobel, Connecticut Anti-Defamation League director. Okay. She's in on this too. That's right. Everybody's in on this now. Everybody gets to come. It's now it's now a woke con happening at Madison High School. Speech is hurtful. You can imagine being a student that sees that graffiti. Um by the way, one other thing. Mhm. Mm Something she just said there. Something she just said there. Something she just said. Hold on one second. And wonders who the Connecticut Anti-Defamation League later this week to discuss potential programs for students. All hate graffiti, all hate speech is hurtful. Is it? No, is it? not necessarily. No, it, mostly not at all. Unless you convince your kid or the students that it's hurtful. You know what's not hurtful? What's not graffiti hurtful? in the bathroom? Yeah. We used to have, there was a girl who um, who was um, who was a favorite um, a favorite paramour to the football team when I was in high school, and people in the in the in the bathroom. Um, how do I say this? <laughs> uh, the Wakefield Mall in the chat says that Wakefield freaks out every few years when some idiot middle school student writes something in a bathroom stall. It sounds about right. Okay, so this girl, let's say her name was Taylor. Mm -hmm. Essentially, some because she was renowned for being very friendly to the football team, somebody mm -hmm. wrote essentially, it's now official, the entire football team has had sex with Leher. Instead of Taylor, essentially that's what it said. Mm -hmm. Kind of people who people remember. Anyway, if you know, you know. I guess right. So, so if the 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 the, um, the principal got on the PA speaker and said, "This is terrible and and vicious and whatever. We can't have this." Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how we knew that what it said. Maybe he said it. Maybe we. It found seems it. that would only draw more attention to poor. Well, Taylor. but here's the thing: like Taylor literally was being humiliated and attacked for having had sex with the football team. Mm -hmm. Nobody freaking some hateful thing about the Taylor could have been hurt because she was being called promiscuous trash, essentially. Mm -hmm. This thing, anything racist is hurtful. F I mean, sorry, sorry. F you. F you that anything, this, this idea that anything's hurtful is just such BS. I'm so sick of that, especially in, in, in high school, I'm so sick of it. This idea that it's hurtful and people feel unsafe. It's not, it, 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 unless the parents now have convinced them it is, and maybe they have largely because kids seem to be afraid of a lot of things today. Right. Nothing's hurtful. We used to, when I went to Austin Prep, there was in my freshman or sophomore year, we were getting bomb threats every week, and uh, they had to dismiss us a lot of times, and the mm -hmm. school couldn't catch the people, and they were panicking we kept getting dismissed 
Every and they said you have to get outside. File, single file, single file. We've got credible bomb threat. We loved it. We loved <laughs> it. If it had been a bomb on the other side of the school that had been detonated, we would have loved it. We loved the idea to get to go home. We didn't give a freaking. There was no kiss. There was no fear of this. We were told in the eighties, and you missed this, Alice. In the you guys remember to hide under your desks for a nuclear war. Well, I just missed that, but but we were told about how afraid we were for nuclear conflict, and they had movies about it. No kid, no young boy was afraid. <laughs> we wanted there to be nukes. We thought it would be the greatest thing in the world. Kids don't think like that. High school kids don't think. You know what? That's hurtful. They don't. High school <laughs> kids are, are are capable of hurting each other's feelings, definitely because they're mean effers. But not about things like that. Right, they don't. Those they are don't look at the moms. mascot. Right, they don't look at the school mascot with like the Indian headdress and like feel hurt. Unless you tell them to. <laughs> right. Unless you program them to be hurt. <laughs> exactly. And then they will. Including the ninety-six percent white kids in what a, Madison. Madison, Connecticut. It's a great name for an all-white town, isn't it? <laughs> You can imagine being a student that sees that graffiti and wonders, who wrote this? Is this a friend of mine? Is this someone I know? Is this appealing to people that are in my classes? It just makes everyone feel unsafe and unwelcome. The head. That is such horse bleep. Let me tell you something. If you go into a boy's bathroom anywhere and you're made to feel unsafe or unwelcome, because mostly <laughs> it's boys who go there. Um, then you're not ready for prime time. You should. It's be- probably a lot more likely that a lot of other things could happen in the boys' bathroom that would make you feel unsafe or unwelcome. I can think of many more things that could happen in a boys' high school bathroom that would make me feel a lot more unsafe and a lot less like I wanted to be in that room than a graffiti. Right. It's a place where people go to write rude stuff. Well, yeah, and um, like overflow sinks on purpose. And oh, yes. Like all so now the we've other got the anti-defamation league. We've got mm-hmm. the town's DEI. We've got the um, we've got the diversity um, uh, inclusion tribunal of students that they're going to. It, they've gone to the media. Obviously, is there anybody this school won't go to to show them how serious they are and how unracist they are? This ninety six percent white town in Connecticut. Head of the Anti Defamation League applauds the school for speaking out against racism. In a statement, the superintendent said, those who know our students, teachers, staff, and administration know that we will not stand for hate within our school community. I'm proud of our students. He's a superintendent. Not stand for hate within our school. Wait, if, if writing on a wall is hate, then what is beating a, a freshman getting beat up by a senior? That's not hate? Uh, so a no. real damage to somebody is hate. No, and we certainly wouldn't want to like press hate. charges against somebody who does that or put them in the school-to-prison pipeline, that's for sure. Right. Students, from those who reported this immediately to those who participated in conversations around programming and restoration. Restoration. That's from, like, restorative justice. I get programming and restoration. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is all insane speak. Because an incident didn't happen at the school. Because there's right. no incident. Some a-hole kid wrote something mean to get a rise out of everybody, and everybody's rising. Do we ever get to know what they wrote? I don't think so. It's too hurtful. Some parents say the minor who police say was responsible should be disciplined. Someone should be punished. Someone should definitely be made to. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. To understand that this is not the way we behave in a civilized society. Really? You don't behave like that in a civilized society? First of all, what is civilized society about a high school, and especially high school boys? This is not the way we behave in a civilized society. Hmm. Yeah, he's an animal. He's a feral boy. That's what they do. You looking up? Yeah, I'm trying to see if anybody knows what it is, but I can't, or I like has written anywhere what the racist graffiti is, but I can't. And no, we can't know what it is. I guess it's frustrating. Now you can't. Well, I want to know what it is in a civilized society that's that bad. Like, was it the Anwar? What happened? The Anti-Defamation League says that this the school's response depends on each grade level, but it could look something like anti-bias or anti-bullying training. The state attorney's office regarding juvenile matters. Alice, the state attorney's office is on this. Matters is continuing to investigate. Live in Madison, Jane Chalko. Amazing. Amazing. It's like... <clears throat> okay, let me see if C- are you on CT Insider. I'm on Facebook now. Students who came across a hateful and racist message reported to the area immediately. New York did not say whether the suspect was a student. I can't think it was. Any student who wished to discuss this incident were provided the opportunity to express their feelings, frustrations, and insights. That's another word. Of they course, were- they were all given therapy yes. for having seen it. Prosecutors are now reviewing the finding. Oh, thank goodness. Connecticut, which is spiking in rapes and murders right now. Apparently, they also, people also called the police away from a fatal accident to come deal with the racist graffiti. Oh, no, this is an old article. This is two years ago. This is an older one. That's a different racist graffiti incident in Madison two years ago. I don't know. (sighs) Oh. So you can't know. In other words, there you don't. That get one to- was at a playground. Heaven forbid. I mean, heaven forbid the young people write things in places that they know are going to get a reaction out of people because that's what it is, right? That's why they write racist stuff. It's because that's the most dramatic thing they can do. That's why you know, thirty years ago or whatever it was they were doing like satanic symbols because that was like the thing that was getting people going the most, you know, that's what people were shocked by was if you, you know, were in some, you were some kind of Satanist. Now it's like, if you do something racist, that's like the scariest, worst thing you can do. Right. So that, I mean, that's why they keep doing this stuff. That's you're always going to have teenagers are going to try and push the envelope to 
to try and do this stuff. So, and if you act like this about every little thing that happens, every little graffiti that you find in the boys' bathroom, then you're going to, you're just going to get more of it because they love the attention. That's what they like. Of course. So, whatever. How do you spell graffiti? Two F's or one? Uh, two F's, one T, I believe. Two F's, one T. Oh, really? I hadn't th- thought of that. Graffiti. I think. Isn't that right? Or no? I don't know. I don't know. We'll I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's two F's and one T. But um, anyway, what was it that I wanted to talk about that we said we were going to start with? That now I'm, oh, I'm not in the right spot. Um, yeah, I said I wanted to talk about something and you said we could start with it and then we didn't, and then we started with this instead. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Larry Hogan said he hasn't ruled out running as a third party, which seems like a great idea. Love that. That's great. Um, oh, the Times article. Oh, no. I wanted to talk about the White Stripes. Yes, 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 yes. So yesterday, um, you know Lachlan Markey on Twitter? Yes, yep. He's some kind of liberal, whatever. I don't know. So he tweeted like a day or two ago about... Uh, Somebody wrote in National Review saying, Seven Nation Army has a strong case to be considered the best song of this century thus far. It's a take. I don't know. And then Lachlan Markey tweets, The tragedy of the White Stripes is how great they would have been with a half-decent drummer. Yeah, yeah, I've heard all that, but it's a carefully crafted sound man takes. I'm sorry, Meg White was terrible, and no band is better for having crappy percussion. I mean, okay, that's a take. I, I don't really know that she's bad. I don't know anything about her or how good a drummer she is or whatever, but he said this. And then, after a day or two of total harassment of him, he tweeted out the following thread By now, you've probably seen an ill advised and since deleted tweet I sent out yesterday about the White Stripes and Meg White. It was an over the top take, and what. Uh, Wait a second. On, on the white stripes and white as a drummer, and let's face it, was uh, was just truly awful in every way. Petty, obnoxious, and just plain wrong. A lot of people have now weighed in, both on my nasty and totally unjustified tone, and on the merits, pointing out it's simply untrue. Guess what? They're right. It was a terrible, mean thing to say, and also just, you know, wrong, and I deeply regret saying it. And not just because of the completely justified backlash, but because I actually don't believe it. I love the White Stripes. Wait a second. Percussion he's not allowed included. to dr- like her. He's not allowed to not like her drumming. I don't know if Meg White herself saw that tweet. I hope not, because I imagine it wouldn't feel great to see a stranger dumping on you like that. I don't think she hears what Lachlan Markey on Twitter thinks about Let's her drumming. Let's listen to a little bit of the song. Okay. Talking to myself 
sounds fine. I mean, it's fine. It's right. a fine song. I don't. I'm not a big White Stripes person. I like the song. I like it. Fine. Him. Uh, it's fine. Um, He's put the weight on since then. I don't know anything about them or her or their drumming or whatever. Like, I don't know anything about drumming. I wouldn't know if it was good or bad or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, he writes, uh, I don't know if Meg White herself saw that tweet. I hope not, because I imagine it wouldn't feel great to see a stranger dumping on you like that. So to Meg White, I am sorry, really. And to women in the music business generally, who I think are disproportionately subject to this sort of bleep, I'm sorry to have fed that as well. I'm really going to try and be more thoughtful in the future, both on here and off. I've been thinking to myself as all this, again, completely justified hate comes in over the last 24 hours. Why? Did I actually write that? It's not what I really think, and I like to think I'm you not. You pussy! The, and I'm he like to think I'm this. not the a-hole it made me out to be, or at least I try not to be. I think the answer is in part that sort of vicious sniping is something that we online folks tend to reward with eyes and clicks. And I think I got caught up in that implicit incentive structure with a needlessly inflammatory, downright mean, and most importantly false take. Well, how condescending <laughs> and terrible. Well, if you're a woman, if you're her, don't you say, like, how dare you? I'm in rock and roll. How dare you hold back because I'm a chick? It's like she was in right? a real rock and band. And he has to take back, like, like first of all, yeah, she's in a rock band. Who cares what some idiot on the internet thinks? If people like your music can go to your shows and buy your records, like, who cares what some guy on Twitter is saying? Right. If she cares about that, like, to Meg White, I'm no, so sorry. No, you know sorry. why I he's saying you that? Because he thinks tweet. that she's less because she's a chick. That's and he thinks she's looking at his Twitter feed being like, oh my God, Lachlan Markey thinks that, like, I'm not a good drummer. Oh, no. And, like, I, and to all women in the music industry. Oh, you pussy. You <laughs> thankless pussy. Alice, tell me you wouldn't date him. Please, tell me. I don't think I'd date him. Don't say I, I don't think. I don't Alice. know anything about him, really. He apologized I just know to all he's an idiot liberal on Alice, Okay, to all women in the music business. Yes, that's me. Means you shouldn't. And date he's going to try and be more thoughtful in the future. Alice, that means you shouldn't date him. And all the backlash against me Hate is just that. the okay. problem is, is that chicks like you who won't say you won't date him. So I don't, this guy I don't, still not, gets laid. I'm not going to date him. He's ugly. Okay. What? Um, no, because what he said. And he's an idiot and a pussy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but like what uh, the other thing about it too is it just like reeks of a hostage video where he's like and not only was this a very mean and cruel thing to say, but she's actually the best drummer ever and is like really a great drummer and you know like I'm totally wrong about it and all the backlash against me was justified and I'm so sorry and I'm going to be so thoughtful and never say another mean thing about a woman again on Twitter or off. Like what? Why is he apologizing like that? Because he doesn't respect women. He thinks they're lesser than. That's why. And so do women. And this is Susan Beisowitz. This is the lieutenant governor of of, uh, Connecticut. This is during Women's Day yesterday. Just listen to what she said. The the amount of... And there's a bunch of female legislators behind her. Listen to this. So happy to celebrate this day. Our theme is embracing equity. And we know that equity is not the same thing as equality. We need to understand that all uh, women are not similarly situated, and we have to take into consideration all the different circumstances that they face. And we need to do this work in a bipartisan way 
uh, because if we want to empower women, it will take all of us working together. No wonder why Lachlan McKay thinks women suck, because progressive women think women suck. Right. Of course they do. We need to have equity because we need important firsts and we need to make, make sure that because we have to do this. So we have to make sure the systems are changed so that we have a chance to win, too, because all the men keep winning stuff. And, and we're we need to be, get a leg up so that we can have trophies, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's such a it's so gross. Well, I wouldn't worry now because all their stuff. All these equity morons, all their things are going to all be taken over by trans. So that's well, great that, for that's them. that's true. And then we'll have some good drummers, fine. <laughs> Just like the first four star, the first female four star admiral and the, and the first, uh, you know, woman led Hershey's ad campaign and every other, the, every other historic first is going to be a historic trans first, which means it won't really be a women's first at all so will you do the thing where great. you yell at people to send more shut chat messages do i have to yell at them except for actually danny the guy you yelled at yeah is actually well, i didn't yell at has him. left the only two i didn't yell at him i love danny and belreca all right ready i'm ready for what for the chelsea fire wicked hotline which is uh brought to us by chelsea fire wicked hot sauce delicious hot sauce uh you could have used some today with your chinese food yeah, but then the kids wouldn't eat, would eaten it. But it's really that's good. That's true. That's Ooh. true. It would have been great. The um, the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce has a lot of heat and flavor. Some hot sauces you have to choose between having one or the other. This you do not. Great clean ingredients. They also donate five percent of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Find it at Market Basket or Big Y or at ChelseaFireHotSauce.com. All right, it's Danny again. I actually do have something. As I'm snowblowing here, I'm right next to my my neighbor, obviously. Uh, Interesting. Snowballing. What does that mean? Snow blowing. Okay. Thing is, he's a big Trump guy, which is you know fine, but uh, all throughout the last campaign, he had Trump 2020 on a flag on a tree next to an American flag. Sorry, I'm freezing here. Hey, uh, Danny. And then as soon as the election was over, he switched to Trump 2024. Mm-hmm. The problem is, and this is where my military brethren will, I think, back me up. He leaves both flags up all the time, no matter the no matter the weather, and they're not lit. Right. Pretty basics when it comes to display of the American flag. So mm. I just find like it's almost like Trump shooting himself in the foot. You know, he's trying to be overly patriotic, yet he's actually disrespecting the flag, and he's been doing so almost every day for about six years now. <laughs> I don't know. Makes you wonder sometimes. What's the guy's an asshole? And he won't talk to me. So, I mean, who doesn't talk to Daniel Lurkin? I know. Come on. Ridiculous. Talk yeah, to your he's neighbor. missing out. Right, I gotta go. He's missing out. But I've noticed that I don't think anybody really cares about anything to do with the flag code anymore. Have yeah, you observed f- this? No, I have it, absolutely. And I've I mean, tried to get before, you're not like even... those lights that uh, the solar ones that hit ours at night. But um, but yeah, I think it's gone the way of people, dudes wearing hats in restaurants. Yeah, it's it just nobody cares. I mean, you're not even according to the flag code. You're not even supposed to like wear the flag on clothing. You know, and like you have a shirt with an American flag on it, which I don't to me like and I know I should I be picking and choosing which parts of flag code I want to follow. I mean, like, I don't know, but like the shirt doesn't bother me so much. But like, I guess where I have a problem is more where like people have it on their flip flops where they're like walking on it or like where it's like, you know, 
when it's like swim trunks and it's on your butt. Like, I don't know. I That I think is a little odd, but, you know, and people pick and choose too. Yeah. Like if it's somebody they don't like who's like sitting on a flag backdrop, they'll be mad, but like then other people on their team will do it. And so they're fine with it. Like it just, it's one of those things that like nobody really cares about anymore, except as a thing to like bother other people with. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, but I, I do think I don't like when people have really tattered ones up, though. That mm-hmm. bugs me. Like because sometimes people have ones up that are really bad. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I but I like I like that the people have a flag. We just busted all of our poles, et cetera. So our house has mm-hmm. I have a great Grand Union flag. And um, we've got a standard American flag and a Newburyport. No, no so, well, a couple of uh, West Newbury flags. Right, exactly. Fine. People can Google. But everything it. is broken. Uh, like all the all poles our are poles broken. and clips. We and used to have a light open. out front for mm-hmm. to illuminate the flag. And that when the when the people came into the deal at the house, it like they built over the light. It's like oh, gone. Yeah. Everything's yeah, everything's ruined. ruined. But that's okay. Whatever. This past weekend, I took my wife down to the Island of Rhodes. Uh, otherwise known as the state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. Mm-hmm. Used to I be think they got as, rid of that, that's yeah. Correct. Where Tom Shattuck took Alice Shattuck for a very romantic getaway, as a matter of fact, in that's... 2000, Year of Our Lord, would you say 10? 10. Ooh, you look good, Alice. That was <sighs> fun. Poor Alice was pregnant back then and just wanted to get a bite to eat, and I took us on a bar crawl, and you ate six hours later. But it was yeah. a great place. We left the hotel, and I said, the first thing I want to do is get something to eat. And then we didn't until, like, 11 p.m. on our yeah. way back to the hotel. We, I was finally allowed to get a burger. Chivalry, Alice. Chivalry. Before it was canceled, it was the smallest state with the longest name. Fun fact. But we saw the uh, Simon and Garfunkel experience, which was oh. a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, we were by far the youngest people there. I'd see that. I counted mm-hmm. several octogenarians uh, wobbling along with wheelchairs and walkers mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. but we enjoyed it nonetheless. It was two actors, singers, performers who sort of resembled uh, Simon and uh, Garfunkel. That's not a bad thing because it's not as if you'd ever go to that thing and say, and say like, well, the mm-hmm. actors just weren't as good looking as Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> and they, they did a great job. It was a lot of fun. But it was interesting during the sort of the telling of their story, of their history, of their, you know, back and forth separation and reuniting and separation again. Mm -hmm. Sort of reminds me of some people I know. Mm -hmm. They had a big screen behind them where they were showing a whole bunch of different video clips, which sometimes aligned, sometimes didn't. But of course, the Vietnam era one was a lot of, uh, you know, bombing and just nasty stuff happening in Vietnam. And then there were about three songs about peace and love and not getting into stupid wars. Mm-hmm. I was just sort of standing there looking around, you know, wondering, weren't these people against this stuff a few decades ago? And where are we now? Mm-hmm. Uh, just the whole thing seemed a little, a little strange if you think about it. Uh, I talked to the guy next to me and he was sort of defending the Ukraine war while at the same time talking about what a, uh, a, a peace guy he was uh, back in the 70s. And by the way, I like what Tucker Carlson did this week. Uh, I'm not always the biggest fan of his. However, uh, I do like how he reached out to the various GOP presidential candidates, got their thoughts on the war in their own yeah. words. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. I think more news outlets should do things like that. Yeah. Because uh, that's actual real journal journalism and nice to kind of see that once in a while. Anyway, have a good night. Thanks, Danny. How, what does it say about Tucker that like even DeSantis got back to him? 
Mm-hmm. Like, wow, if, if Tucker's Although not some people maker. didn't. He did say some of the people like didn't respond. Uh, I don't remember who did and who didn't. But um, so basically, though, like I think you're 100% right, Danny. It's really interesting to see how like the parties have completely flip-flopped on the foreign wars stuff and Do the like international intervention Talk- kind of things. It is... Um, it is an odd thing to see in your lifetime to go like from what my high school was in 2002, 2003, when, I mean, like people were excused from class at my high school to go protest the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. And, and basically like now I assume they're having like bake sales for Ukraine at the uh, same high school. Uh. Which is why this song goes out to my wife for um, dedicated to you. There's a hidden meaning in this. Best sounding our vocal song, obviously. You familiar with the song, else? Uh, maybe. I don't know yet. When streams are ripe and swelled with rain What's the hidden meaning? May she will stay Resting in my arms again You'll see. Surprise for you, Albie. It is? Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay, so... um, Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy... Mike Pence, DeSantis, Christy Noem, Greg Abbott, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie all responded. Nikki Haley responded, but late. And then Pompeo, Glenn Youngkin, Chris Sununu, and Asa Hutchinson. And John Bolton did not respond. I wish Bolton did, other than that, the rest of them. Apparently, it says he declined to comment. The other ones, it says they did not respond, but it says John Bolton declined to comment. Probably smart. I think he's pro- uh, Ukraine intervention, probably, yes. I would assume. But, um, yeah, thank you all so much for listening, especially as the Wakefield Mole points up in the chat. We went up against Tucker tonight. So, uh, yeah, tough competition, tough competition, but I think we can beat him probably, I think. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. One more show this week. Um, looking forward to it. Patreon.com slash Burn Barrel or BurnBarrelPodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.